PNB podcast back on the air. We took a week or so off, get some new equipment up and ready, get some content ready for you guys that you might find valuable. And I answered a bunch of emails and there's a common thread today about questions about negotiating. So today we're going to talk about common pitfalls and misunderstandings about negotiation. See, most of us cringe when we hear the word negotiation, right? That might be because we have a misconception about what a true negotiation is, or it might be because we've made mistakes in the past with negotiations that cost us money or time or a deal. Whatever the reason, there are things that you can plan and watch for to avoid the common pitfalls of negotiation. So first, what is negotiation? Okay, before we look at the pitfalls and how to avoid them, we need to understand what negotiation is and what it's really about. Many people in the West see it as an aggressive tit-for-tat that makes us want to avoid it at all costs. Most of us don't like confrontation, and we see negotiations as just that. But when negotiations turn into confrontations, it's because one of the two or both parties are not equipped to negotiate. But if we change our way of thinking about negotiation, we can see that we could be successful at it and maybe even shy away from it and use other techniques. Negotiation is about solving a problem. Two people or two parties want the same overall goal but have different ways of getting there. So avoiding these pitfalls will make negotiations less harrowing and more successful. Okay, The first one, you got to be prepared. Whether you are negotiating the price of a household appliance or the terms of a new job. You want to go in prepared with the facts. Do your your research before you go into the negotiation, okay? Find the hard numbers for the price of the item at the competitor's store, let's say. Learn about the other, other products in your field with similar experience and education and are getting the job done at a high level. In other words, a mentor. Also, make sure you know your own priorities. If you don't know exactly what you want, it's going to be impossible to get it. Educate yourself about what's available and decide what you want and what you desire so that you can make the most advantageous deal. See, lacking confidence is another huge thing. This pitfall is often due to a couple of different things. Misunderstanding what negotiation is all about and being underprepared. Many people have the wrong idea about negotiations. Believing that it's all about trying to win at all costs. Do or die. See, they imagine they have to be aggressive and threatening to be more effective negotiator, which is nonsense. But as mentioned above, that's not the case at all. Secondly, going in unprepared for the bargaining makes us feel like the other guy has the upper hand, which is true. It's gonna let, You're going to lack confidence. It's important to always go into a negotiation knowing as much as you can about what you want, what the other person wants, and the facts that can persuade the other party to give you what you want. You can't go in there trying to get it all. Negotiations are a give and take. So when you are unwilling to give the other person anything they want, you are likely to go away empty-handed as well. This is one reason why it's so important to know exactly what your list of priorities is before going into a major negotiation. 
If you can give a little on one point that's important to the other party, you stand a better chance of getting the top things on your list that you want. You must be willing to participate in the exchange and concede some points in order to gain others that are more important to you. So giving into the pressured sell, okay, We've all experienced this type of salesperson, I'm sure. They claim there's a lot of interest in the job or the house or the car or whatever it is. In the hope that you will forfeit negotiations and just buy whatever it is that they are selling. You've got to resist the temptation to give into this. They may have a lot of interest, but then again, this may be a, the way that they operate. Stressing people out so they buy without thinking about it or thinking it through. Because they're weak in their negotiation skills. Next, you're thinking instead of listening. Think about that. We're all guilty of thinking about what we want to say next or on during the argument. Or we want to make against, you know, the argument that we want to make against what the other person is saying. Instead of really just listening to the other person. But that can be the kiss of death in any negotiation. You want to listen carefully so that you know fully well and understand what the other party is offering you. When you listen attentively, you can also learn important things like between-the-line stuff. Things like the party's timeline, motivation, requirements, expectations can all be learned by just listening to everything being said by the other party. Okay? I see this a lot, interrupting the other person during negotiations. Even if the negotiations are going well, when you interrupt someone to make a point or an argument, you are showing disrespect to them. They may get defensive, which can break down the entire process. They will also be less open with you after this because they no longer trust you. And then you're focusing on the unimportant details. That kills me. It, it may feel safer to stay focused on the less important aspects of a negotiation, but doing that wastes time so that you may never get the big stuff that's most important to you. Once the highest priority items are on the table, the smaller ones will naturally come to the surface. And then you're not asking for what you want, plain and simple. How can you get what you want when you don't ask for it? The answer, you can't. Spend some time deciding what parts of the negotiation are the most important to you. Do your research on those points and then ask for them. If the other party isn't willing to entertain what you want, you might persuade them by giving into one of the higher importance demands to get what you want. Or you can walk away. The one way for sure you won't end up getting what you want is by not asking for it. Stop talking too much. Westerners don't like silence. We find it uncomfortable. So we try to fill it by talking. But negotiation silence is the golden ticket. Say what you need or want and then keep your damn mouth shut. It may feel freaking super uncomfortable, but it gives the other side time to think it over. It also keeps you from giving away too much or starting back down another street and backing up on your requests. Waiting until the last minute, when we wait until the last minute to buy a car, let's say, for example, even though we know 
or knew ours was on its last leg, we waited to the last second. Okay, we are likely to push the ru- or rush the process. We end up paying more than we want and not getting everything we want. It's easy to give in to high-pressure sales tactics when the, we urgently need something that we're bargaining for. The other person is probably used to negotiating and can see your desperation, which makes you easy pickings for somebody that's equipped and good at their technique. Or not, and, and the next thing is not knowing or having a fallback. Pro negotiators call this your BATNA. I don't know. That's a term that's not heard too much. B-A-T-N-A. Best alternative to a negotiated agreement. Everyday folks call it your deal breaker. You must know this before going into negotiations, as you need to know your best case scenario. If you can't even get to those, you know, closing of a salary that you want, will you turn the job down? Or are you willing to take whatever it is that they offer? If they throw in, you know, an extra two weeks of vacation or something, right? If your cell phone providers won't offer you the deal you want, are you willing to switch providers? Knowing the answers to these questions make you a more formidable negotiator. When you don't know the answers, you may leave the negotiation feeling taken advantage of, I guess. And that's most of the time because limited skills in negotiation means that usually there's a focus on price. And so only focusing on price, since most negotiations sit around money in some form, when we hear the word negotiate, we immediately think price. Of course, the price is important. Don't get me wrong. And that shouldn't be ignored. But sometimes the other party can't or won't meet your price point. So then what do you do? Your bargaining is dead in the water at that point because there's nowhere else to go. Think outside of the money in the negotiations. You might get additional services, additional warranties, or other benefits instead of a lower price. Or a higher salary that can be just as valuable, if not more so, than having the extra cash in your pocket. The last thing you want to do is show desperation. As we mentioned earlier in the episode, this in regard to urgency, you must walk out of the building with the car, job, appliance, whatever, right? If you must walk out of the building with the car, the job, the refrigerator, you may show it. Desperation. Practice putting on your poker face and using it during the bargaining session. One way to decrease the amount of desperation you feel is to go in prepared with research to back up your position, to understand your BATNA, and not wait until it's, you know, critical mass at the moment to make that decision. It's challenging not to show desperation. I get it. If possible, avoid feeling that way to begin with. Don't make it personal. Avoid making it personal, right? Don't avoid making personal connections. That's worse. Car salesmen are great at this. You knew we had to mention them by name eventually. I was there 23 years. They ask questions about your family, your pet, your hobbies, just to be able to find something that they have in common with you. Studies show that when a person feels a connection with the other person on the other side of the bargaining table, they are less aggressive in their demands and demeanor. 
Those car salesmen don't want you to haggle with them. So they get cozy up. You can do this as well. In most situations, you can chit-chat before the negotiations begin so that person feels more at ease with you so that you are more likely to persuade them. Right? The other guy doesn't want to know your whole life story, I promise. And you don't need to tell them. Right? You don't need to tell them your life story to make a human connection between the two of you. Don't go into much detail. Remember that you need to get to know them as well and ask them questions about themselves as well to have an even playing field. Just the whole idea of this episode is go in being prepared. Don't always focus on price. Focus on value. Know your stuff. Don't go in unprepared. I hope this helps. Hope you guys have a great day. Be safe. Take care. Sell a bunch. And say something nice to somebody. You've been listening to the Productive Not Busy Podcast. Please hit the subscribe and notification of new episodes button and visit us on social media like Twitter, Instagram, or TikTok for bonus content. <laughs>